Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God presented to you by Rev. Bright Nkrumah, the senior pastor at the Kodesh Family Church, Bronx North. He is an anointed pastor and teacher of the Word of God, affecting many lives. Now, get ready to be transformed by this message. Father, we are grateful and thankful. We thank you for a time like this to gather at your feet to hear your word. Holy Spirit, lead us in this service to welcome your presence, take control, take over the service, take over the teaching. We pray for receiving hearts. Give us better hearts that your word will bring forth fruits in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Clap your hands together for the Lord and please see it. Well, we just finished a series on prayers. We talked a lot about prayers. And now we want to talk about soul winning. Wow. Soul winning. Wow. All these people are excited. He said, This is not one of the things we like. He said, Let me go again. Soul winning. Yeah. We want to talk about soul winning. And we are sharing from the book, tell them what of So we are sharing from chapter 2. If you have the book, we are going to read the book together. Chapter 2 of Tell Them. And we are going to share today 120 reasons why you must be a soul winner. Wow. 120 reasons why you must be a soul winner. Put on your seatbelt, fasten your seatbelt, sit up, and we are going to begin. Are you ready? Yes. 120 reasons why you must be a soul winner. Hallelujah. Why you must be a soul winner. Amen. Amen. Now you know that anyone who forms an organization, Anyone who creates any organization will have a purpose, a goal, and a reason. Isn't that so? Yes. Anyone who forms an organization will have a goal. Now, the unfortunate thing, or the fortunate thing, it could be either way, is that a lot of times when people create such organizations, it involves people. You have to work with people. Hallelujah. Amen. And anytime you have to work with people, you have to deal with people's issues. Say people's issues. People's Say issues. Say our issues. Our issues. So anytime you work with people, you have to deal with people's issues. You have a goal. You have a vision. You have a mission. But there are people's issues also. Hallelujah. Amen. There are people's issues that we have to address as well. I want everyone to listen. I said, when people form organizations, they usually have a mission and a goal. I'm repeating what I said because of you. you were, uh, <laughs> they usually have a goal, but there are people involved. And so people also come with issues, people's issues. Mm. Take your job, for instance. I don't know where you work, mm. but 
If wherever you work, say for instance you work in a hospital, the hospital has a goal. Their goal, if it is a private institution, is usually to treat people and make money. They want to make money. They want to make profit. So they build insurance companies for the treatment that they give to people. Their whole goal is to treat sick people. But they use sick, they use people to treat sick people. They use healthy people to treat the sick people. And all the people that they will employ to treat the sick people, they also have issues. <laughs> oh, you don't understand. They also have issues, but the company does not overlook their issues. So, for instance, when they, they employ you, they want to make sure that you also have insurance, for instance. You have medical insurance. They also want to make sure that you have vacation days. Days that you can rest. Do you think they created a hospital so that you can rest? No. But you have issue with vacation and they provide that for you. They also have a place in the hospital where you can use privately, such as, you know, the restrooms. That is not the reason why they created the hospital. Their main goal is to treat people and make money. But they know as you have come, you have issues. Why you may need to go to a restroom, you may need a lounge. And in the lounge, they sometimes they put television. They didn't create the place to put television so that you come and watch TV. Is that why they created that? That is not the reason. But they have other things that they make available because of your issues. That's right. Or you don't understand. They have break rooms. Hallelujah. So they create all these things. Some hospitals have gym or some companies. Some who works in a company where there's a gym. There's a gym. And the reason why they put a gym was not so that they hire people to come and use the gym. Yeah. In fact, they don't really care. Yeah. But they make it available so that your issues are taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. They have salary increase. That's right. That's that at some point they increase salary. They have policies for raising salaries. Right. But that is not the main reason why they created the facility. Mm-hmm. That they want people to come there and keep raising their salaries. <laughs> wow. Are you listening? So if you are a leader, if you are a leader or you, you, you are the one, the organizer of such facility, or you are the CEO, every now and then you have to bring the people's mind to the main reason why you are employed them. Because for the people, if you lead them, their issues become the priority. <laughs> if you lead the people, the main issue, as they rise up and they are coming, their main issue on their mind is the salary, not that you will make profit. Yeah. Not that people will be healed and treated and given medication and given needles. And that is not what is their mind. Their main issue is that they will get a paycheck. Yeah. Their main issue is that they have that one hour break that they can sleep or they can sit in the lounge and watch TV. And if you leave them, they can make it two hours. And they can make it three 
If you don't have a policy and a, if you don't hire someone who overlooks them, they can make it four hours. But the whole thing. Yeah. Is it not so? Oh, yes. You have not seen a place where people do that. Yeah. What I'm saying is some stories. No, no, right, right. I've seen before. I've seen so, before. as a CEO or as a, a leader of the organization, every now and then you have to bring the people's mind to the very thing yeah. that you are drawing them for. Yeah. In addition to providing them with all these other things. Yeah. And the church is like that also. Mm. The church is like that. Jesus Christ came into the world and the Bible says his purpose and his reason for coming is to save sinners. That is the main reason why he came. Is this is to seek and to save. It involves people. Yeah. In saving sinners, he's using people. It involves people. And people, when you involve them, they come with their issues. Oh, yes. <laughs> they come with their issues. They come with their issues of marriage. That's they come with their issues of jobs. They come with their issues of having children. They come with their issues of um, quarreling, loan, this one, borrowing this. They come with all kinds of issues. They come with their issues of weddings, maybe dedication, birthdays, and all. That is all. And if they are going to even leave the church, they are angry about something, it will never be about the main issue. That I am leaving the church because we are not winning a lot of souls here. I'm leaving the church because we are not having all night prayer meetings. I'm leaving the church because we are not having evangelism. You hardly see, you hardly hear it. Yeah. You are not, you are, I'm leaving the church because pastor is not preaching about salvation. You will not hear that, Isaac. If you hear someone leaving the church, the person is angry because of their marriage, because of their, the pastor said this, the pastor didn't come to my wedding on time, the pastor didn't visit me on this, the pastor didn't do this, or this church member said this, and asked me when it was my time for this, nobody showed up, nobody announced it, they didn't care, and all kinds of things that have nothing to do with the main reason. They didn't give me enough food. They didn't give me enough food. When they were seven, I saw how they were fishing everyone. And when I got there, as if I'm a child. I'm a child. Let me small And for that, I'm not coming to the church ever again. That is usually the reason why people leave. That is why we have what we call evangelism man. That like CEO who have reorientation and seminar, yeah. job seminar and job, what do you call them? That every now and then they take you job and, service. in service, and then they, they they bring all the things that you know already, and then you have forgotten. They bring them back yeah. to remind you. So we also have in service in July. Oh wow! July is the only time we win souls. Mm-hmm. Soul winning is supposed to be all the time. Yeah. 
but in July we bring you you bring your attention incense so that we reorient you yes your issues are there but this is the main issue Many people in the church have made the people's issue to be the main thing. Many people. Finding a beloved, finding a husband. I'm leaving because, you know, this beloved said this and then has left me. I'm leaving because I couldn't find my type in the church. There are all kinds of things. Hallelujah. Are you listening? Look how long I've been here. Not one has proposed to me. What kind of voice are you? They are not serious. And they go. That is why, you see, people's issues, they magnify them and they overcome the main issue. And that is why, are you listening? That is why. When people feel that their issues are resolved, mm-hmm. all their issues are resolved. Mm-hmm. I have a job. Mm-hmm. I have my parents. Mm-hmm. I have passed uh-huh. math. Uh-huh. I have gained this. I have bought this. I have this. I have that. Uh-huh. Then they say, we don't need a church anymore. Mercy. What is it in the church again that I need? Mercy. All my issues are resolved. That is a person who does not know the purpose and the reason why Jesus came. Mm. Wow. Okay. Wow. Mm. wow. Mm. Amen. Yeah. Someone said, at this stage in my life, I don't think I really need a church. Hey. I don't need God at this stage in my life. I said the church is not the most important. You think this is a story? Right now, he said the church is not the most important thing. Wow. Because her issues are resolved. And I know that person will show up when the person that something happens. When the person has an issue, I will see the person. Because it has happened multiple times. Amen. Amen. So, every so often we have to remind you. And so, this afternoon I'm going to give you reasons why you must be a soul winner. Number one, you must be a soul winner because that is the great commission, great command, great mandate, great instruction, great order. That is given to us by our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Is somebody listening? Oh yes. This is the reason why you must be a soul winner. Number one, that it is the Great Commission. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter twenty-eight and verse eighteen. Matthew chapter twenty-eight and verse eighteen. Matthew chapter twenty-eight. Amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 28 and verse 18. Wonderful. So, and Jesus came 
and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Is somebody listening to me? Oh, yes. Yes. This is Jesus. Amen. Amen. So winning is the most important thing to Jesus. Amen. And so winning is not what we have made it to be. Eric, so winning is a conversion to convert someone who is not a believer to a believer. So winning is a conversion of a non-Christian into a Christian. Amen. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? So winning is a conversion of someone who is not born again to becoming born again. What is not so winning? So winning is not making someone who is poor to become rich. That is not why Jesus came. That is not so winning. Amen. It is not a conversion from a poor person to a rich person. It's not a conversion from being a homeless person to being a domicile. Is that correct? Yes. Are you listening? Yes. So winning is not to convert from being a single person to a married person. That, that is not why the church is there. That is not why the church is there. Also, winning is not the conversion of being HHA to RM. Wow. Do you know what that is? You know what is HHA? Yes. No. Yes. Ah, yes. yes. That is not what so winning is. That is not what the church is for. Christ is not come so that we can have a place where people come and when they are HHA, after a while being in the church, they become RM. RM? Yes. Yes, Reverend. Or when you are a security guard. Then at some point in time, after you have been in the church for a while, you become what? CNA. <laughs> From security guard. The church has prospered you become CNA. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So that is why Jesus gave us the great commission. That is why Jesus gave us the great commission. Why we need to be so witness. Why the church is there. It is the great commission. It is the great instruction. Hallelujah. That we should go into the world and save sinners. To bring people to Christ. And that must be your main thing also. That when it's announced, it should be now the greatest thing has been announced. Yeah. And it should be a part of it. Yeah. Mm. You should not exempt yourself from
what I'm telling you. If we don't embark on the vision and the mission of Jesus Christ, it will become a boring thing to you, such that after some time, when you are on your own and no one is dragging you and breaking you, you don't want to come anymore. When no one is calling you, because there are some of you, you don't even come. We call you, we call you, and then you come one. And then you say, I'll come one. Give me a man. And then you are staying, away. Doing what? Doing what? And then we have to go back in It's because you don't know why you are saved. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know why you are saved. Mm. Or you know that you are not you are not doing the purpose and the reason why you are saved. Mm. And who wants to know? Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10. Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10. This is what the Bible says. Why you are saved. The reason for which you are saved. He said, for we are his workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus unto good works. You are God's workmanship. You are God's workmanship. Created unto Christ Jesus. Unto good works. You are created in Jesus Christ. You, you, you were born again unto good works. And these good works, they were laid as if unto good works which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. They are before ordained. They were laid down for you that when you are born again, these are the good works that you do. You, are, you have a responsibility of also witnessing to someone else so that the person will also receive Jesus Christ. And I'm telling you that if you don't do it, if you, the believer, will not do it, it will never be done. Today, I went out with Jane witnessing to some people. And almost the ones who gave their lives to Christ, what did they say? They don't know how. This is what they were saying. That we were witnessing to them and they are prepared even to receive Christ, but they don't know how. They don't know how. And then they were willing to say the sinner's prayer, simple like that. Oh, yes, why not? If we don't witness to people, they will never be saved. If we don't witness to people. They will never be saved. I'm telling you, they will never be saved. Some of you will work with elderly people. You know, last Friday, I encountered this elderly woman over 90 years old. And she is dying. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to witness to her. Whether her mind is prepared at that time or not, nobody, nobody has ever witnessed to her. And she has had oh, eight, eight, eight people a lot. And I believe some of them are Christians from this church. And nobody has mentioned Christ to them. And she, I said, if you can go to hell, you want to receive Jesus Christ? Do you know Jesus Christ is rich folk? Do you want to receive Jesus Christ as 
your savior before you die? He says no. And then if you die, you go to hell. Do you understand? He said yes. It is our responsibility. Amen. Amen. I said it's our responsibility. Christians are backsliding every day because they have no purpose for being in the church. Many Christians have no purpose for being in the church. You think your purpose is for being in the church is that it is proper that a young man like your type or a young boy or a young woman or a young couple like your type, you should be in church. It's not nice that you don't go to church. All your parents make you come to church. And you are a respectful daughter or you are a respectful son. So you come. You follow your children. You don't want to be disrespectful. You don't want to be a rebellious child. So you come. You come. You come until they cannot make you come anymore. Such as when you go to college. Have you not noticed that when you go to college, you don't even want to come to church? You don't want to come to church. It's because you didn't find the purpose. Amen. Because when you go to college, you continue to read books. You continue to take tests. You continue to write your papers because you have found the papers for that. Except some few exceptions. And when you find a purpose, no friend, no friend in the school can make you not write your paper. No friend in the school can make you not attend classes. When you have found a purpose for which you have come to the college, no friend. But because you don't find a purpose for being a Christian and witnessing, when you go, somebody asks you, Are you a Christian? You told me you are a Christian. Oh, smart guy like you. And that's the end. That's the end for you. That's the end for your Christianity. Smart guy like you, you believe such things. And that's the end. Because you don't have the purpose. I'm telling you, even a boss at your job, at your workplace. Yeah. What were you doing all weekend? Oh, we went for evangelism on Saturday. What? <laughs> and then you back up. Oh, stop, stop, stop. Why? And then you brush it off like that. Amen. Anyone who engages in sowing will begin to discover the reason for his salvation or her salvation. So winning increases the self-esteem of the Christian. Amen. If you are back on so, so winning, you see that it, 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 your self-esteem is boosted. Yes. Amen. You'll find meaning and a purpose for why you are in church. The lack of this meaning and a purpose is the reason why many people drop from churches. Many people. Because when you don't have this purpose and this reason, there are several other reasons for which you should drop the church. Yeah. Which are not the main. Which are not related to soul. Yeah. 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 Amen. Yeah. 
people, the things that are not about so many, you see that the human, the, the people issue, we magnify it. It becomes the main thing, the big thing, all of our energy, everything, and then you fight for it. You fight for it. And then, what is the main thing? You realize that it's not even important to you. You are not concerned. You are not concerned. It's never discussed at home, never discussed on the phone, not with your friends, not with anybody. You never talk about it. To ask, oh, are you going for evangelism this week? Can you pick me up? Please don't be late. I want to be there on time. Or call, do you know we are having evangelism? If I go over your WhatsApp messages right now, many of you have not opened the message that we sent to you about That's right. that we are having evangelism. Yeah. Many of you have not opened it. Amen. Amen. The next one, you must be a soul winner because soul winning gives great joy and energizes Christians. It gives great joy and energizes Christians. You know, that before we go on, this Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10, let's read it in the New Living Translation. Because I meant to read that in the New Living Translation. Look at what it says. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10. It says, For we are God's masterpiece. We are God's masterpiece. It's like, you, you understand what is a masterpiece? Yeah. You are not compared to the others. Not compared to the other works of God. You are the masterpiece. When an artist, when an artist has a masterpiece, it's a great treasure. Do you understand? And the Bible says, Jude, you are God's masterpiece. You are, you are not a small person. You are God's masterpiece. And he says, he has created us anew in Christ. That is when you are born again. He has created you anew in Christ. In Christ Jesus. So we can do the good things he planned for us when? Long ago. Long ago. That is why when you are born again, you should live because there are good works that have been planned with you in mind long ago. Amen. But you see, people don't like to hear these things. People like to hear the people's issues. So I said the next one was you must be a soul winner because soul winning gives great joy and energizes Christians. So winning gives great joy and energizes Christians. Luke chapter 10 and verse 1. Luke chapter 10 and verse 1. It says, After these things, the Lord appointed other seventy also and sent them two and two before his face into every city and place whether he himself would go. So the Bible says that Jesus Christ, he sent his disciples two by two to places where he would go. Where he himself wanted to go, he sent disciples to go. So when you have failed yourself to go for somewhere, you are going for a mission or you are going to do something that Jesus Christ himself wanted to do. 
Are you listening? Oh, yes. He said, verse 2. He said, after verse 2, therefore said he unto them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Yeah. Verse 3. Verse 3. He says, Go your ways. Behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. I send you forth as lambs among wolves. You know, that alone should tell you if God is sending you and when you are going on a mission like this, when you are you are walking and the purpose of this is to save souls, God is looking at you as a lamb that is going in the midst of wolves. Now, if God is sending you as a lamb going in the midst of wolves, can you imagine the protection, the covering. Can you imagine how many angels will surround you as you are walking down the street going for soul winning? Can you imagine how many guys, heavenly guys and angelic beings that you may your eyes be open, that you will see the reason and the purpose why God sent you for soul winning? Hallelujah. So you see, when you set yourself as you sat, you sat in your car and you are driving, and you say, I'm going early, I'm going early to church so that I can go on evangelism right away. Your vision, your mission, the purpose for your travel has changed. Angels are dispatched because now you are becoming a, a love that is going in the midst of wolves, and you need angelic covering. You need angelic base to surround you, to keep you, to protect you, to deliver you. Hallelujah. As you went to bed the night before, and your plan was that I'm setting my alarm to wake up early so that I can go on this mission. I can go on this assignment. They have invited us to come for so willing. And that is your alarm. God will watch over you over the night. They will keep you over the night. They will preserve you over the night. Hallelujah. Amen. Because you are now in the eyes of the heavens, me as a lamb. That is now going in the midst of wolves, and you need heavenly backing, angels to be around. That is why any church or any group of people who are serious about soul winning are prosperous. I'm telling you, you want to prosper, you want to do well in life, you want to live long. Let soul winning be your heart desire. Let it be your mission, your vision. Hallelujah. Amen. And you will see the heavens backing. God will give you a reason to live. He will make a reason why your God should be kept. He will make a reason why you should be happy. That you shouldn't be depressed and be angry and wake up in the morning and change your mind. He will make sure. Amen. 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 He says, therefore, said unto them, the harvest will be great. He says, go your ways. Behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. And then verse 17. Verse 17. So they went. They went. They decided to do by two. They went. And then verse 17 says, And the 70 returned. They came back. They returned again. With joy. 
about us through thy name. You see, you will not know. That is what I'm sharing with you. You will not know. They were amazed. They didn't know. They didn't know that when they accepted this assignment and they were going, they didn't know the power that was assigned to go with them. They came with amazement and said, Lord, do you believe it? That even the devils, they were subject to us. That means there were other demons, there were other things that yeah. were subject to them. Yeah. Poverty will be subject to you. Yeah. Joy will be subject to you. Yeah. They said they came back, they came back with joy. With joy. Even the devils, they were subject to us. You will not know when the Lord sends you. You see, let it be your concern. Just always excluding yourself for these things. You have not once showed up. That so winning is important to you. Include yourself in it and see the coming of God upon your life. Hallelujah. Come hand for Jesus. Anytime you go out preaching, you will return with joy. There is joy when souls are one. And it cannot be explained. Only a mother can explain how she feels after her baby is born. You see, if you have not been a mother to do that, you will not experience, you cannot explain the job. You see a mother in pain and breaking forth, pushing, pushing. But afterwards, you see the smile, the joy. And sometimes the tears are still on the face, but you see the bright smile and the laughter and joy that is in the person. See, I've seen many women struggling in labor. But neither pain nor the struggle is able to keep them from rejoicing. When you bring people to the Lord, you will discover that it means what it means to have the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. You will experience the true joy of God when you bring people to Christ. Say amen. Amen. And the last one I want to give you today. When you, you say you must be a soul winner because soul winning generates divine support and protection. Divine support and protection. Hallelujah. There's this saying by Peter Taylor Fawcett who said, It is not in our choice to spread the gospel or not. It is not our choice. We, we, have, we don't have even the choice of we have to witness or not, or we have to spread the gospel or not. It is our death if we do not. That is what he says. When you win souls, you generate divine support for all that you are doing. When you win souls, for all that you are doing, for all that you are doing, Daniel, let it be your heart desire that when you encounter someone, you share Christ with the person. And then go about doing what you are doing. You generate divine support for your Just doing that. Have you not realized that even at the workplace, when they see that you, the, the, the vision and the mission of the job is so important to you. You know, you go out of your way to do this. You are doing this and your boss sees it. Suddenly they change your office. They give you a bigger office. That is what the Lord will do for you when you see that you are taking this mission seriously. He will open up a bigger office for you. Hallelujah. You will occupy a bigger office. Amen. Amen. Yes. People who get promotion are people who take their jobs, vision, and mission seriously. They do something more. They do extra. They do something more. 
they are not just the ones who come 9 to 5 and they go. 5 o'clock and you start closing your computer. 5, 9, 5, 4.45. Then you turn up, you, you go to program shut, and then you are waiting. You are waiting and 5.49, 5.59, off. And as you are walking out, your computer is still doing sign off. It's on the way. So it's not even finished. But when you get under the office, it's off. You don't want one second to catch you in there. You'll never be promoted. Have you not read that? So when you read the Bible, you realize that so many generates several support for you. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 15 and verse 7. He said, I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repented more than over ninety and nine that person that need no repentance. When you, because of you, so Jamie, because of you, that sinners gave their life to Christ, that heavens are rejoicing. Now, when you make the heavens rejoice, don't you think your name will be mentioned? Hey. That somebody asked, somebody went on earth for some mission, some angel, and is returning, and he has this party going on in heaven, and the angels are rejoicing and dancing. I'm reading the Bible. God is saying, angels do they dance. <laughs> angels rejoice. So when an angel from an assignment comes back and hears that there's a party going on, and the angels ask, what is the reason for this celebration? They say, Selom has won a soul. Who is Selom? Oh, that you was praying about this and this. Ah, but is she still praying about that? Send, send for an angel. Send for an angel. Send for an angel. Amen. Who wants to go to this assignment that this woman has been praying about? And all the angels, because you brought party, because of them, they are rejoicing. Amen. You see, unless you don't believe spiritual things, or you don't believe the Bible, hey, believe it. But I'm reading the Bible to you. Amen. 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 We must know why we exist. That's right. Hallelujah. We must know why we exist. It says in verse 10, the same chapter, say, Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repented. There is joy in heaven. There is joy. If you bring joy in heaven, your name will be a heaven household. Your name will be a household name in heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 91, Psalm 91, he says, Because he had, verse 14, because he had set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. Your love, your heart is set upon God about winning soul. Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. Why? Let's so many be your heart desire. I tell you. He says, with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Hallelujah. I see God lifting you up and setting you on high. Just because so many is upon your heart. You have set your heart 
doing so. I see God making your things a priority in heaven also. That will bring joy in the heaven. May the Lord also bring you joy. May the Lord bring you peace. May the Lord preserve that which concerns you. May the Lord keep that which concerns you. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord energize you and strengthen you and perfect that which concerns you. Because so winning. What is important to heaven is also important to you. Yes. What brings joy in heaven is what you are most likely involved in, then the heavens will also remember you. Hallelujah. Let's go when it be something that is important to you. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. Let's go when it be something that you value. Yes. And then the Lord also will value things that you concern. Amen. Have a good day. Amen. Put your hands together for Wow. Wow. Father, we are grateful and thankful. Holy Spirit, we thank you for leading us and guiding us into your word. We pray, Lord, that we have a heart, a desire, a hunger. For soul winning. May soul winning be our priority. Lord, as soul winning is to your heart, let it be to our hearts. When we encounter souls, oh God, we pray that we have that heavenly compassion that you had towards the lost. In the name of Jesus. He said, For this reason, for the Son of Man manifested. We pray, Lord, let it be our reason also. Father, as we walk amongst our colleagues and our friends and our family members, let it be in our mission, let it be in our mission, oh God, that all that we encounter and everyone that we encounter, Lord, it will be our priority in our conversation to ensure that they know you in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for this great revelation. We thank you, Father, for this hunger that you are putting in us. We give you glory, we give you honor. Transform our church into a soul winning church. Let the heavens look upon our church that this is a soul winning church. This is a soul winning machine. This is a church that generates souls. Father, let it be said of us in the name of Jesus. We cannot do this in our human wisdom. Therefore, we pray for give us your heavenly wisdom and the heavenly divine reason and the purpose and desire to win souls into your kingdom. We give you glory and honor in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now with all eyes closed and every head bowed, I want to give everyone who is here an opportunity. You are not born again. You are not saved. And you are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus as my Savior. I want to give my life to Christ. If that is your prayer, I want to pray with you right now. You are saying, I don't want to die and go to hell. Beloved, heaven and hell are real places. And you will only find out when you live this life. And when you live this life, there is no coming back. This is the time to make that choice right now. To choose and say, when I die, I want to be with Jesus. Do not joke with this. Because tonight does not belong to you. This night does not belong to you. You don't know if you rise up from your bed tonight. You don't know if you will be able to talk again. 
with this powerful message. Come worship with us at the Kodesh Family Church located at 1810 Randall Avenue, Bronx, New York at 2 p.m. every Sunday. God bless you.